Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. This afternoon, I'm going to continue my series of messages on keeping God's testimonies as I was uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit to begin. The scripture speaks, I think it's in Second, First Kings, you know, it talks about, you know, his commandments, his statutes, his judgments, and it also speaks about his testimonies. And he says we should keep them. And I, I, I asked, I said, Lord, what's the difference? You know, and I explained this initially, you know, statutes are things like prosperity and healing. Those are, you know, statutes is a law of some sort. You know, the commandment in Bible is very particular, which is love. You know, his judgments is judging yourself. You need to do that, judge yourself, you know, and others too. You know, it's just that you don't do it with an attitude of superiority or condemnation or hypocrisy, you know. And then his testimonies. His testimonies are what God has done in the lives of other saints that have been written in the Bible according to the scriptures for our admonition. So that it is for our learning. So that we can learn from their examples, copy the good ones, avoid their bad examples, and then our own lives too will become a testimony for God. In this regard, the scripture therefore reveals to us that all the promises of God in him, that is, if you are in Christ, there is nothing you read in the Bible that is not for you. You see, they are yea and they are amen. So, we began and we've looked at uh, Enoch, Today we want to start looking, we will look at Noah. I trust that I'll be able to finish it. Uh, Noah is actually the grandson of Methuselah. And he is the great grandson of Enoch. Turn with me in your Bible to Genesis chapter 5. And we're going to read through uh, from 24 to 32. We'll just try and make it very brief. And please read after me out loud. Say, and Enoch, I want to hear everybody, not just the pastors. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Enoch is the first example of somebody who did not die. God translated him to heaven, which is what we are going to experience in what is known as the rapture. So he is the first of the first fruits of that experience. Another person who had that was Elijah. You know, who we're going to study later on. It's not written for decoration. It's written that if Enoch could walk with God and he was taken, then you and I, particularly in this last generation, this terminal generation, can and should walk with God so that we too will be taken. And I find it very instructive that the condition is walking with God. Not just being a Christian. Which Jesus reiterates in the New Testament says you should watch and pray always. So from there we can even deduce that 
to walk with God is to watch and pray always. So you're always in communion with God, you know, and his, his wisdom and his power and his character is what is guiding everything that you do. That is, you know, empowering everything that you do. And if you're like that, you'll be an end-time Enoch. And Methuselah, I didn't hear you, lived 187 years and begat Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begat Lamech 782 years and he begat sons and daughters. I'm going to talk more about that as we go on. And all the days of Methuselah, can you imagine, were 969 years, almost a thousand, and he died. Notice he was not taken like Enoch, his dad. And Lamech lived 182 years and begat a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord hath cursed. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah 595 years and begat sons and daughters. Very significant. And all the days of Lamech were 777 years and he died. And Noah was 500 years old. And Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Noah is the great-grandson of Enoch, like I said. And then he's the grandson of Methuselah. It is very instructive for us to see that God watches over generations to perform his word and his covenant with them. It's not an accident that Noah was the great-grandson of Enoch who pleased God. Then his grandson, uh, 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 rather his son, Methuselah, who gave birth to Lamech, who now gave birth to Noah. And I, this is a very important portion of this scripture. You should instruct, watch this, both parents and children. Why? Enoch had other sons and daughters. We don't know their names. It just says, and he had sons and daughters. Methuselah had other sons and daughters. But we don't know their names. The only one we know is Lamech. God doesn't speak much about Lamech. Except that he was Noah's father. Then Lamech too had other children. Sons and daughters. We don't know them. Their names are not mentioned in the scriptures. A very important truth that we want to get from this is this. The years of Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah overlapped. Because Methuselah lived for 969 years. So it was during that time that 
Lamech was born, had his children, that Noah was born. So Noah knew his grandfather and his great-grandfather while they were still alive because Methuselah lived for so long. I'm going somewhere with this. So obviously, Methuselah, now Enoch, Enoch had died earlier because Enoch was only 300 years, you know, and then he had Methuselah when he was 65. Then he lived another 300 years. So they may, I'm sure they would have heard about him. Maybe they even met him. Maybe, and then he died a few years later. You know, uh, the scripture is not very, very explicit about that. And it doesn't matter. What does matter is this. All the children of Enoch, the children of Methuselah, the children of Lamech, that is the brothers and the sisters of Noah, all knew what grand, great-grandpa Enoch stood for. Everybody. Nobody could say they didn't know. Why then was it just Noah? In fact, when I was, as I was preparing this and as I was, you know, writing with my pen, I, I, I was almost trembling. Because, although I've been reading this thing over the years in the Bible, I never thought deeply about it. But as I was preparing this particular message, it now hits me. Ah! None of Noah's brothers or sisters were saved from the flood. Not one. The only people who were saved from the flood was his immediate family. His wife, his children, and their wives. Finish! You mean none of Noah's brothers and sisters took note of what Lamech told them? Of what Methuselah told them? Of what Enoch told them? And God told me, he said, nothing has changed. That's why I said, the truth about generational blessing is instructive for both parents and the children. Parents have a responsibility. The children have a responsibility. It is not automatic. It was not automatic for the other children of Enoch, the other children of Methuselah, the other children of Lamech. All of them had the same generational blessing. But only Noah, only Noah got that blessing. The others, his brothers, his sisters, his uncles, his aunties, all the, all the family. Because they, they, you know, in those days, you know, they, they, they all used to live very long, you know. So he, they knew each other. And I'm 100% certain that Noah told them. What God told him. A flood is coming on. It wasn't Noah. It's from Methuselah. It was from Enoch. That was what changed Enoch's life. After Methuselah was born, he said, this Methuselah, when he dies, then the flood is coming. So Enoch obviously didn't tell Methuselah, Lord, he would have told all his children. 
How come? None of them listened. From generation to generation, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah. Oh, you know, don't mind, don't mind, Grandpa. Don't mind, Grandpa Enoch. Mine's a fanatic. Don't mind them. Don't mind, don't mind Pastor Luby. Don't mind Pastor Bega. Don't mind them. I'm, I'm not going to their church. I'm going to their own church. Your brothers, your sisters. God told me, he said, nothing has changed. He told me some really important things. Look at Isaiah chapter 59. That's where we see this truth of generational blessing. Isaiah 59, who's still on my side? Look at verse 21. As for me, this is my covenant with him. Them. Them. Plural. Said the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee. Singular. Let me particularize it now. Enoch. And my words that I have put in your mouth will not depart out of your mouth. Enoch. The mouth of your children. Methuselah. The mouth of your children's children. Lamech. Unto Noah. The blessing extended from Enoch to all that generation. But only Noah took heed to it. The others ignored it. Fanatic. Their own is too much. Who does he think he is? I know, I know, I know. I know they said that Grandpa Enoch, you know, only God even knows what's wrong with the man. You know, they said that, you know, they said they, they just didn't find him one day. <laughs> you all disappeared. The other sons and daughters is a warning to children and parents did not take seriously the word of God that God had put in the mouth of their patriarchs. Enoch, Methuselah, Methuselah especially. Because, you see, Methuselah's name means that once he dies, the flood is coming. He, won't have, he would not have told Lamech alone. He told everybody. But the others didn't take him seriously. Maybe the man ate too much about he says, flood is coming. Because back in those days, there was no rain. God used to, he used to um, irrigate the earth from the bottom. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. Oh mind, don't mind, don't mind, Father Mesutela. Don't mind, don't mind, Father Lamech. Don't mind, don't mind. Don't mind that Noah. That one is mad. You know, he's even building a boat. <laughs> Building a boat. He said God told him it's going to rain. Building a boat. Can you imagine his brothers, his sisters, his uncles, his aunties? Let's even forget the world. You know, the other people who are wicked and all of that. What of immediate family? 
They didn't take him seriously. Are you taking seriously the word of God? Your spiritual pedigree is giving to you. Or are you saying, I don't mind them. God told me, he said, Noah wept. Because he could hear the screaming of his people. Let me tell you what God's plan was. The first person I've actually heard say this thing was Kenneth Copeland. I must give him credit to the glory of God. It was years ago. He said, the plan was not for Noah alone. If anybody else had listened to him, you wouldn't have had one ark. You would have had a flotilla. They would have just reproduced the ark. You could have had a hundred arcs. Or three hundred or a thousand. Each person would bring his own family into his own ark. And you would have had all these arcs floating. Watch this. Who would have been descendants of Enoch? Descendants of Methuselah? Descendants of Lamech? Because it was all of their heritage. My covenant is with them. It was all, all of them had a right to it. If they had only listened to great-grandpa Enoch, grandpa Methuselah, and brother Noah, but don't mind them. That Noah is just as crazy as that grandfather. Come on, not down low, Jerry. Don't mind them. Perfection, perfection. I'm not down. Go to him. Say, no, has changed. And it pains my heart. And it pains God's heart. You know why? A flood is coming. People are not listening, go. It's a flood of glory. And we're expecting maybe about 2025. I use that word about because they're prophetic shadows. I'm not foolish enough to say it's going to be exactly this time. You know. And the will of God, like it was in the time of Noah, was to save even if not a lot of people, at least all the generation of Enoch observe their names are not written in scripture. <laughs> Sons and daughters. Sons and daughters. The only names that are mentioned were the sons. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Revelation. Do you see something? Enoch had many sons. Only one son was mentioned. Methuselah. Methuselah had many sons and daughters. Only one son was mentioned. Lamech. Lamech had many sons and daughters. Only one son was mentioned. Noah. Noah had only three sons. All were mentioned. Give them a clap offering. Noah's case was different. All the three boys 
listen to their dad. You know it could have been possible, like it happened with Methuselah, and like it happened with Lamech, that only one of the boys would have listened. You have a responsibility. Your fathers, both biological and spiritual, have the responsibility of telling you what God has said and living a good example in front of you. You have a responsibility of accepting what they said and copying their example. They will not do it for you. And your destiny will be determined by whether you accept and walk in that responsibility or you reject it like so many of this lineage that we see. Only God. And you know the Bible doesn't even tell us the number. It just says sons and daughters. Sons and daughters. Sons and daughters. Ah! I can imagine Noah's heart. Brothers. Uncles, aunties, nieces, nephews. I got a word. Instead of listening to Noah, instead of listening to Grandpa Lamech, Lamech probably died by the time the flood came, you know. Instead of listening to, oh, I'm not sure. Instead of listening to Grandpa Methuselah, great-grandpa Methuselah, and great-great-grandpa Enoch, they got corrupted in the world system. That's what happened. And a lot of our own people today are like that. Not listening. They get caught up in the world. The scripture is very clear. Genesis chapter 6 verse 1. Who's still on my side? These things are written for our admonition. How many people today, both spiritual and biological, are like the other children of Enoch? The other, a whole Enoch is your grandfather. Who pleased God and was taken up. And you could not tap into that heritage. What a disaster. There are lots of people like that today, both spiritual and biological, who have come from a wonderful spiritual heritage. But they're not listening to their fathers. And they have found the pleasures of the world. The things of the world are more attractive to them than the spiritual heritage that their fathers through walking with God, God for them. This is my God I'll make with them. But it was he who got it. And then the he now was able to pass it on to his seed and to his seed seed. I don't know if you're still on my side. I don't know if the gravity of what I am saying is hitting you. Because you have to start asking yourself an individual question now. Am I... A Methuselah? Am I a Lamech? Am I a Noah? Am I a Shem? Am I a Japheth? 
Am I a ham or am I one of the other sons and daughters? Only you can answer that question. Your son, quite all right, legitimate son and daughter. What are you? Are you the Enoch type? Are you the Methuselah type? Are you the Lamech, the Noah type? The Shem? Uh, uh, give those three boys another clap offering. Ah, they did their father proud. They could easily have joined the boys. Easily. Easily. Genesis chapter 6. Who's still on my side? Oh, no, wow. Yes, I mean. In a language, that means may God help us to understand it. I said, it is a great prayer. But God told me, he said, he said, son, he said, history is repeating itself. And no, no, no wonder Jesus himself said it. He said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be the time of the coming of. The time we're living now is exactly like the time, spiritually speaking, like the time of Noah. The same disobedient to parents, the same off the cuff attitude. Some people, they don't value spiritual things, they don't value their spiritual heritage. They joined the world and it came to pass. Oh, read the Bible. When men began to multiply on the earth, on the face of the earth, that daughters were born unto them. Verse 2. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. That means they were beautiful. They were sexually desirable. They were beautiful women. And they took them wives of, of all which they chose. Let me just put a pause here. These sons of God are fallen angels. They were not the original Adamic stock. See, when God made Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and they fell, then they began to have children. It's from all of those lines that we got all this Enoch and all of these people. These were pure men that God that came from the atom. Let me say it scientifically. Their genetic uh, makeup was not contaminated. Satan, understanding genetics, he summed up the sum of wisdom. Understanding how to mutate genes, he caused angels. This, some of these angels, you read about it in, in, in Jude and something, you say they did not keep their first estate. So they came to the earth. Some of them were big, you know, because you see, um, my, we men are averagely six, you know, if we are tall, we're six foot. You know, if we're really tall, maybe seven, you know. But angels, you know, typically, Kenneth Hagin tells us because he, he had visions of angels and all that, typically, the typical is about nine feet. Some of them 11. Some of them 12. That's why usually you can tell them when you see them. They're, but they look like also. 
There are angels. This is not a ministry, uh, teaching on angels. But you have different kinds of angels. You have cherubim and seraphim. These ones have wings. Then you have some angels that are just like men. They don't have wings. You know? They have nose, lie. In fact, you won't even be able to tell. If they're wearing clothes and they come to you, you won't know. You think he's a man. You know? But these ones, these, they are the, and they're the good ones who stayed with God. And they're the bad ones who went with Satan. Some of these bad ones that went with Satan who looked just like men, but they were bigger and stronger physically, you know, uh, in terms of their stature than men. Many of them were 11 feet tall, 12 feet tall. They were really huge compared to men. They saw the daughters of men and they went to go and take wives with them and then they started having sexual relations with them. Then they started having children. Those children had a, had a, um, uh, a genetic makeup that became mutated. That was what led to the giants of old. And we begin to see people like Goliath. Let's read verse 3. And the Lord said... My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There's another message for another day. This gives us a promise. It's, it's available. Not everybody gets it, but it's available. That you can live up to 120, even more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.